Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yes, you are, and it is Tinless Tuesday for Round 25 on the Insight NRL Show. Proudly sponsored by the Standard Squeeze and an exciting new sponsor of the show that we're going to announce tonight. Uh, I'm your host, the Super Coach Brain, and with me as always is the Super Coach Matrix and his tin. You're coming off an awesome week, mate, so I'm going to give you the floor. Brag away. Fuck. So the great thing is I didn't change my team from three weeks of trash, basically. My best player got injured in CNK, and I had a rip snorter. Nick Meany come from – I work from the dead. The zombie, Nick Meany, has come back to life and just breathed life into my Supercoach team. It's it's one of those bad weeks where, like, I didn't captain Ponga. So I wanted Ponga to do well, just not too well. Um, ended up vice-captaining Cleary, captaining Luttrell. Nobody else really did that well. I was lucky to have – I was lucky to have played Meany. I played Garrick. Um, it was just one of those weeks. I've traded Hopgood. I've got Tohu. Like some people didn't even play Tohu. I read Marnie come through in the one week I ever needed him to do well. So things are good for Matrix Reloaded. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. How good. <laughs> I um I I had the worst week ever. Like the worst. <laughs> like it couldn't have been a worse. Week. I got eleven sixty two. I think I uh, I think I ended up with. So I dropped seven hundred spots to thirty four hundred. Um, I sat Reed Marnie, obviously. Didn't need to play Reed Marnie, and you did. Uh, so he got 82. I sat Christian Welch and played Max King instead. Uh, he got 61 and a fucking try. The first bloody try of the year that Christian Welch scores as well. How good. Um, it was a good one, though. I, 
He got to give props nice, to him. Props. Yeah, he was. He was nice. <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, I didn't captain Ponger either. I was with you on that. Uh, I ended up captaining Latrell, and what Latrell got like what six, five, four more points, something like that. So what there wasn't win. really any advantage. I know there's no advantage. I'm not taking that. And then I also sat Garrick, which was fantastic, and played fucking Hamiso Tabuifado, who continues to haunt my super coach side every single week since I brought him in. I think I've had him for three weeks now, and he hasn't cracked forty. So, Jeez, it's been no fun, good man. It's mm, no good. It's been fun. What's it like scoring more than me for once? Do you, does it does it feel good? It does actually. Can I say like it just feels like my blood, sweat, and beers have been rewarded. Um, <laughs> I've just I've just come good at the right time. You know what? I've come good. I actually won four of my head to head semis. So uh, yeah, after after like even I finished first in one comp and like lost the one that you're allowed to lose, and then had to play like the guy that was third or something, and then yeah, come good again. How good? How good's that? Times love that. Times are great. I moved up fourteen hundred spots anyway from like um, after losing four and a half thousand spots in the last four weeks. Um, it just feels good to just you know what, just get back on that ladder after sliding down the slippery slippery slope. Mm, snakes and ladders has uh, not been kind to you the last few weeks, but good to get a dub and some green arrows. As we always do on every single show for Tinless Tuesday, we'll talk ins and outs from round 25. There is a bit going on. Not much super coach relevance, though. Uh, a little bit of shuffling going on from a couple of dud teams, but uh, we'll talk through all of them nonetheless. We'll talk through trade targets for this week. We'll talk through start sits. We'll talk through captain and vice captain options because there's a few good ones. And of course, we'll answer everybody's questions. So drop all your questions in the comments. Let us know if you have any. Might be anything that we just mentioned, uh, or it might be about the run home. It might be about the final three weeks. Uh, it's uh, head-to-head semifinals as well. So there's matchups there that we need to be aware of. A lot of people are in cash comps that might mean something to them this week for their matchup. So uh, I... Well, we'll answer your questions. We'll do our best. And um, guys, if you can, please support the show by, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit subscribe and hit like. Helps us reach more people. And if you're listening to us on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcast, hit the follow button and leave us a review. We've already talked about score and rank, and I guess this is a really good opportunity to announce the uh, the new sponsor that we have come on board. Uh, yeah. We're very lucky. We are very lucky in a way that, uh, yeah, and very excited about the fact that we can actually bring something that's going to really benefit the viewers and benefit the listeners because uh, we're excited to announce that Ryan from Astute Newstead has come on board to support the podcast. And mind you, Ryan is a very good super coacher in his own right. He's actually better ranked than both of us. So maybe we're going to have to get him to host the show. Maybe that we sponsor be. his show. There's, a, there's about 8,000 people better than me. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> come at me with something better than that, champ. I think he's uh, like, he's like 1,500th or something. I think he wants yeah. that KFC burger voucher. Did, did knock him out in head-to-head, though. So, you know what? Yeah. Who, who's yeah. really winning? Yeah, that's it. Hey, is there any cash in that comp? Yeah, I think so. That's Yeah, that's like $50 buying, isn't it? At least 25 Yeah, I think so. I think that was draft. I can't remember. I'm in too many comps. Oh, I knocked him out in that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. There you go. You got the double on him. Lucky he's sponsoring the show. Lucky he hasn't pulled out. We didn't talk to him about you flogging him in two, in two leagues before he decided to sponsor yeah, the show. He doesn't call me with the serious shit. No, no, that's right. That's right. Um, but guys, look, on a serious note, if you have ever wondered what the best bank is or whether your current rates are too high on your mortgage, is your dream home even affordable? You don't have to worry anymore or wonder. 
talk to our good friend Ryan at Astute Newstead who can give you confidential lending assistance with no obligations attached either. You don't need to get pigeonholed into one lender either. So Ryan specializes in residential home loans with over 50 lenders on panel, including all of the major banks. And the best part, he doesn't even charge a fee. So Astute Newstead also offer personal, vehicle and business loans as well. So reach out to Ryan at Astute Newstead on 0431 766 784. Or send him an email at ryanh at eganwealth.com and make sure you use the code INSIGHT to let him know that we've sent you. I personally, and I know you have too, we've both uh, used Ryan services in the last 12 months and um, obviously I couldn't be happier because we've locked in a rate now when the rates started to go up. Um, so plenty of benefit there and the good thing is we can speak from experience working with Ryan as well. Yeah, the big dog's looking after me. Actually helped me extend the house into this little studio. So he's looked after the, he's sponsoring the podcast and he's also sorted out a podcast studio for you. What a man. How good. The How guy good. just loves Supercoach. He does. We'll get him on the show to chat Supercoach, uh, I think next season or with NBL coming up and BBL. Uh, he's a, he's a baller. He loves his NBA 2K as well. So I'm, I'm sure he follows the NBL. He messaged me the other day saying that he wanted to get involved in it. So nice. uh, we'll get him on I'm the excited. pod. We'll get him on the pod for NBL. Uh, guys, squeeze of the week winner. Brought to you by the standard squeeze is Mark, coach of Ask Kenty with a 1422. Mm. I like these team names. There's good ones every single week. But I wonder how Kenty's going, by the way. I haven't heard from him much lately. The radio inside. Really no, neither. Couldn't give a shit. Um, Tim, though, coach of Lane Train, still leads the group. He's in 29th overall now. He's making his move. He's uh, currently got a 107 point lead as well in the Molten Unlimited group, followed by Ryan, who's coach of the Widgie Grubs. He's in 56th. And Matthew, coach of Bonsai Monks, is in third in the league in 77th. So we've got three in the top 100 overall right now, which is pretty cool. So good luck to those guys on the run home. Hopefully they watch the show. Hopefully we've helped them in some way. But I can say that if they made the same moves as we did, they probably wouldn't be doing as well as they are. So <laughs> they're probably uh, uh, they're probably doing what we say, not what we do. We've we've made some pretty good calls, and then uh, yeah, haven't backed it up or didn't have the trades left ourselves. So killer in it. Killer. Mate, Broncos are on the bye this week before we get into teams. Uh, what are you going to do with your week? Mate, I've – you know what? I just feel like I'm going to walk around the house and there's this lady um, that's that's there all the time. Um, she says she's my wife. So, um, yeah, it's been really nice talking to her. Yeah. Mm, get to know her over the next week or so. Anything could happen from there. Yeah. You just don't know. Although, if we're covering some breaking news, Payne Haas has re-signed again. How about that? It's all coming up maroon. Well, I mean, I didn't see him leaving. I Personally, I thought he was always going to re-sign. I know that there are a couple of clubs going after him, but look, it's the right move. I think it's the right move for Payne. He's, he's got to uproot his family if he was going to move, unless he was going to move to Redcliffe, which was never going to happen. Yeah, I was more worried that he was going to go to Union or, or just something like that, just just chase some money. Um, but, look, I think he's got the bag and um, still gets to stay in Brisbane. How good for all involved? Living the dream. Could pick up a premiership this year, maybe. You never know. Yep. You never know. Mate, let's I tackle so. a couple of questions. We've got some comments coming in. We'll tackle a couple of questions and, and a few mentions here. We've got some scores coming in too. Uh, Troy got 13-11 last week. He's up to 13-11 overall. Imagine getting 13-11 and then matching your ranking in the same week. That's pretty cool. Preston, thinking Preston to Katoa this week. is going to leave him with one trade left. Uh, let's answer him now. What do you reckon? 
Preston to Katoa. I think Preston, I think Preston has to go, and Katoa is one of the guys I would look at. I might have a oh, like. Honestly, I walked off the basketball court. My hair's all wet. It's all flowing like this. Um, yeah, so I haven't had too much of a look, but Katoa is one of those guys that I would target. Um, the Storm look like they're starting to roll in um, with guys like Hopgood and Nikara. Hamoli Olokowatu is worth 50K more than Nikara. Put that into perspective with the way that everybody had Nikara on a pedestal earlier on in the year. Um, but Katoa is a try-scoring threat in a good team with a good draw. I love it. Yeah, me too. I'm on board with the I'm on board the Ellie Katoa train. We'll find out later. I'm on board getting rid of Preston too. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Well, Preston's done for the year. Oh no, he's not. He yeah. he play, he misses the next two of three. So you've got to trade him. Yeah. If I mean you're gonna miss your semifinal and your grand final if you're head to head player. It yep. makes sense. He's got to move on. Um Mickey Dell, host of the AFL show for Insight, wants to know who to bring in for Hammer. Now, it just depends how much cash you got, Mick. Let us know in the comments how much cash you got in the bank because there's a few nice options here. Um, Nick Meany, if you can get to him this week, has a beautiful matchup, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking Nick Meany. And it's no, it wouldn't be too far off, would it? Might be 100K, 50K? Yeah, no, 50, 60K, something like that. Um, it's yep. not huge at all. Very well within reach. Do that. Do that. Uh G'day, Paul. Mark, thanks for hopping on, guys. Mr. Calio, all the regulars are on the show, which is great. Uh, how many head-to-head comps are we still in? I am in five he- or four head-to-head head comps I'm still involved in, um, and Matt yep. is the same, I'm assuming. Yeah, Yeah, I'm in four. I got knocked out of two. So Yeah, yeah, I got knocked out of one. I was only in five head-to-head comps this year. I'm not a head-to-head player. I don't usually focus on it too much, but a couple of cash comps, a couple of freebies just to yeah, – uh, when this... I like playing – I think this – 600 bucks I went on one and um and I've already picked up 75 from having the top scorer like when somebody's going to offer you 600 bucks and you're sitting at 8000th um yeah I'd love to win that especially I think my brother's in there too I'd love to pump him <laughs> yeah but a family rivalry love it <laughs> uh Adam got 1392 and he's disappointed cuz he could have got 1445 but uh you told him to play Nicara so he's blaming you for that <sighs> cop that I told that him to play Nicker, and Nicker got fair. 70. He just left it too late and missed it. Oh, he did too. Nicker was a good well, play, man. Is that your fault? I don't know whether that's your fault. I'll back you. I'll defend you. Um, no, Mark, if, he, if got, he played me, he would have got 14.45, and he would have got squeeze of the week this week. Oh, okay, fair call. Sorry, I missed that one. Yeah, well, maybe we'll look after you, Adam. Maybe we'll look after you and find you something if no one claims the squeeze of the week this week. You never know because the squeeze yeah, cool. of the week does win. They do win the, the standard squeeze uh, pack or the four-in-one depending on what uh, they want to choose. So if Mark, coach of Ask Kenty, uh, with his 14-22 doesn't reach out to us and get to us in the next fortnight or so, then hit us up, Adam, and we'll look after you. Slide, slide into our DMs, Adam. We'll look after you, bro. Mark got 11.26, which is tough because I know Mark's pretty pretty up there in, in the overall rankings as well. So um, that slides him out of the top 1%, which sucks. But, um, hey, still three weeks left. Heaps of time. Heaps of time to drag it back, especially with everything going on with Broncos by. Rabbitohs by next week is going to be carnage. And then we don't know what's going to happen. Eels by round 27. Potential restings. It's not really looking that way at the moment, but we'll talk more no. about that soon. Um, so we might not have as much havoc in round 27 as we once thought. 
Adam also had a broker from Astute for about eight years. Uh, we were talking about obviously our new partnership with Astute Newstead and, and Ryan looking after us. And uh, it looks like Adam's been looked after by them as well, which is a, a no-brainer. Good stuff, mate. Uh, and Mick Dell can get Meany in. Happy days. How good? We're looking after looking after one of our own here. Meany is going to get the best 27 that you've ever seen this weekend. You can thank us. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Mr. Callier wants to know whether he plays Mulatalo or Billy Smith this week. You know what? I would back Mulatalo because I'm just going to back class. Yeah, I think you take pedigree. I mean, Billy Smith's been playing pretty good footy, but and then the matchup's decent this week. But I still think Mulatalo's the play, and the Cowboys aren't exactly playing amazing football. There's no Val Holmes either, so we've got to take that into consideration for the cows. But we'll talk about that soon. But yeah, I'm on, and, on the Mulatalo and the Roosters. Train. Like Parramatta just played like the team of the year. Um, last week. So um Parramatta haven't been playing that bad footy. They're gonna they're gonna get run through the ringer this week and I think that they're gonna get up for this Roosters matchup. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Um all right. Oh another question here from Mark. Need to trade Gutho or AJ this week or next. Who and when should I get rid of? Mm, okay. Is AJ running at Maju or Dom Young? Does it matter? Because you Dom need Young. to play AJ this week. Dom, so fun fact, AJ has scored 15 tries in the last nine games that he's played against the Knights. So, like playing him. There's your answer? I'd trade Gutho. But again, Gutho gets the goal kicking. Whether they score points or not, that's a different that's a different story with Mitch Moses out. But I think if you're asking me to pick Gutho or AJ, I'm keeping AJ. I think, uh, I think Gutho can go lower. And he's on a worse team without Moses, their main playmaker. So, uh, looks like Matrix gave up drinking last week and took up guzzling this week. Haven't you, mate? Paul must be new to the show because uh, I reckon you guzzle, you guzzle your beers every single week. I don't, I don't think I've seen a show where you don't scull them. The record's at about seven in an hour show, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good that was a good effort. Fuck, I had to rein you in on that one a few times. That was good fun. Um, let's talk teams, mate. That's why we're here. Cowboy Sharks at QCB. So Sharks have to travel up to North Queensland in this one. Not not too many changes for either team. The relevant ones, I'm not going to mention every single little change if it's not relevant to Supercoach this week, but Jeremiah Nanai's back. Cohen has to the bench. Thoughts on Nanai? I, I, actually, I actually don't hate Nanai. Like, I was looking at bringing Nanai in uh, not that long before he got out. Really glad that I didn't. Um, but I actually really like Nanai. I actually really like him against that team. He's 650. He has a three-round average of 70, a five-round average of 75. If you've got the trades, if you've got the money, bring in Jeremiah and Nanai for the run home. They're going to have to mm. play every game. Um, yeah, I love I love bringing Nanai in. Uh, they've lost that weapon in Val too. They're going to need him. Yeah, so they've got the Sharks this week at home. They've got the Dolphins at Suncorp, which will be a nice matchup for them. And they don't have to leave Queensland for two weeks. And then the, the tough part is they've got the Panthers in round 27. So if you're bringing him in, are you playing him against the Panthers? I mean, ideally not. Um, so keep that Panthers in mind. You get. If you can cover him, yeah, that's right. If they're resting all of the players, he's he might play, be running but... at Zach Hosking. Oh, he hasn't been that bad in defense. Next man up, he might be running at Luke Garner. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that could be nice, actually. Um, let's let's talk about the obvious 
player here that everyone's going to be looking at. Nico Hines VC this week. Uh, Thursday night VC. We know that we're not a fan of Thursday night VC after we've been burnt a few times. Cleary burnt us last week on the Thursday night. What are you doing with Nick? Are you going to VC Nico this week? <sighs> Put me on the spot a little bit. Um, yes, I probably am. Ooh. No, I'm probably going to vice captain Cleary. It's, yeah, cool. it's Nico um, or Cleary for me. It's going to be one of those guys. And after they've both punched out 50s, I'm going to take a vice-captain route. And again, I am probably going to, you know, look to maybe that Newcastle matchup, maybe that Souths game and pick somebody out of there. I've got three players in that game that I could easily captain. So, Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards the same. I think the one thing that might skew me... I mean, it's Thursday night. I'm probably not going to VC Nico, but he scored 126 against the Cowboys in round nine when he played them last. Granted, it was at points bet stadium. It was at home. So I don't know. I don't know. Is that beer two? Can we do a beer count on this on this pod? Let's I just do a beer count. basketball too. I'm going to be maggot. So. No, good. All right. We'll have some fun. Um, I think no Val hurts the Cowboys. I think the Sharks actually win this one, and the Sharks are paying $2.50. So there's some value there if you want to have a crack on the punt. Obviously, gamble responsibly, um, but two dollars fifty is nice. I'm surprised they're outsiders, if I'm honest. Yeah, look, me too. Sharks played really well. They've actually played pretty well the last couple of weeks. Um, you look at the scoreline, but if you watch that Panthers game, there was a bit of a story within a story. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Um, anybody else on the Sharks Cowboys game you wanted to mention before we move on? Not really. Um, I'm going to be playing Nicara, of course, even though Nicara has been a bit underwhelming. Um, look, he's still got a 71 average for the year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back him in, and I'm gonna play him. Not too bad of a matchup. So, yeah, I'm playing Mulatalo and Nicara and Nico Hines. So I'll play all my Sharks this week. I think it's a nice matchup. Um, we remember how bad the Cowboys were in the first 10 rounds of the comp this year. Like we could see that from the Cowboys to to run home. But the reality is the Cowboys are sitting in ninth at the moment. So there's a fair bit to play for, for the Cowboys. They need to turn up. They need to play some good football. So they're going to have a crack. They're not going to lie down. Um, I still think the Sharks get the better of them. So I think they're going to struggle without Val, to be honest. He's their best player. So. Yeah, I'm leaning oh, that way Drinkwater's too. Scotty been phenomenal form, but Val's their best player. Yep. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, let's move on, mate. Warriors, Friday night, first game versus the Sea Eagles at Daniel Anderson Stadium in Auckland. Oh, this this is a big super coach game, this one. And I'll tell you what I'm really excited about, and it's three letters. C-N-K is back. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah, can, can you vice-captain him? Last time I vice-captained him, he got 15 and knocked the fuck out. But can you vice-captain him? <laughs> Absolutely, you can. Him and Sean Johnson are great vice captaincy options in this game. I reckon they're going to put an absolute cricket score on Manly. And don't get me wrong, Manly played a pretty decent football last week against the Panthers. But Warriors in New Zealand are just a different beast. And the Warriors with CNK are a different team. Last week, no CNK. They struggled a little bit. Uh, this week, I don't think they do. I think they play some pretty good footy. So. CNK coming back's huge. Wade Egan's been named despite going to hospital with a throat injury. Um, apparently, these are quick recoveries, though, from what NRL Physio is saying. So he could play this weekend. And the only other really relevant change is Bunty Ofoa comes in to replace Mitch Barnett. So uh, for Manly, Harper comes in. 
to replace Parker and two along his starts on an edge. Those are the only really relevant moves. That's, Burbo's out of, injured again. Shocking. That's good for the Warriors, those two moves. Yeah, well, Harper. Harper coming in. <laughs> Remember what Talakai did to Harper? He's still got. He's still scarred for life, I reckon. Poor yeah. Morgan Harper. Tal- Talakai's on the inside of his eyelids. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on... So, I mean, if you don't have CNK, if you don't have Dallin with Tony Zelezniak, if you don't... I mean, if you don't have AFB, Sean Johnson, like these are the four probably best or premium scorers for the Warriors. Are you getting one or two of them in this week? Look, I've got CNK and I don't have a lot of trades. I could go Cleary or Nico to Johnson. I'm not going to. Just because, like, when CNK went down the other week, the Warriors, like, Sean Johnson scored really well, but he was playing against 12 men. Um, I, I'm still... And maybe I'm just holding out hope because I've made my bed and I'm going to lie in it. I'm still holding out that Nico and Cleary are going to outscore SJ um, going into this run into the end of the year. So, yeah, look, I'm going to go with the pedigree of Nico and Cleary, so I'm not going to get SJ in. I really like Dallin with Tenny Zelezniak, but not at that price. CNK is the best option at 650K. He's even dropped down in price after that 15 in his rolling average. So, yeah. Yeah, you're getting him pretty cheap, really, from what he can do for you. Um, I'm lucky I held. I nearly did CNK to Gagai last week, which would have been a great short-term play. I would have got 100-plus points. But I think the next three games, CNK can probably make up the game that he's missed in terms of scoring and probably be on par with with the rest of the guys around him that price point. And, um, and realistically, sorry. like CNK being out was a lot of the reason that Nick Meaney was played a lot. I've got CNK to thank. It's kind of true. I wasn't. It's kind of true. I wouldn't have played me. You would have sat me. to God. Yeah. I would mm. have sat me. I would have played probably IPAP, got 60, but still, there was no chance I was playing Meany. And a lot of people, because they had poor center wing depth, ended up having to play Garrick last week, which worked out perfectly because a lot of people sat him. So it's funny how that works sometimes. Sometimes you, you know, your poor depth and your poor squad management actually works out for you. But you go to get disappointed about it, but you bought Garrick because he was a tremendous player. You bought Meany because I believed in him at certain points throughout the year. Um, look, yeah, maybe I got stuck with him. Maybe if I had heaps of trades, I would trade him out. But I got him at some point and I was rewarded. So, Yeah, yeah, well played. Um, Luke Roden's made a good point in the chat, which is one of my notes here. SJ wasn't goal-kicking last week due to a quad strain. So it's not enough to stop him from playing, but apparently he feels it when he's kicking. So you're getting less points there for, for SJ if he's not kicking goals. So that's one thing to consider. Definitely not buying him this week. But I tell you who I wouldn't mind buying. Dalamatani Zalesniak, I feel like he's got a big game ahead of him. We know that that left edge defense for Manly concedes a lot of tries to right wingers, 16 specifically, which is the fourth most amount of tries to right wingers this year. He could... And with CNK back feeding him, they've got that sweeping play, CNK out the back, Sean Johnson to CNK to DWZ in the corner. He's the best finisher in the game, bar none. Fuck, he's 630K though. Don't care. Yeah, I still love it. Would you go Ruben Garrick to uh, Dallin if you had the trades? No, because have a look at the next two weeks for Manly. Yep. They are playing the Bulldogs into the Tigers. Absolutely yeah. not am I selling Ruben Garrick or Hamoli Olokuatu. If I had those two guys, I'm holding them for those two matchups. Yep. Cool. Um, mate, let's move on. Eels, Roosters at Combank. Uh, bit going on. Moses out for the season, unfortunately, with the 
fractured cheekbone, so he goes in for surgery. Dejan Arce comes in for him. Dylan Brown, obviously, still 5'8". Sivo and Regan Campbell-Gillard return from their suspensions as well. Now, a little bit of silly buggers going on from BA here with, with his back row, uh, with Hopgood moving to an edge. Ryan Madison starts off the bench again, and Joe Offerhengawi comes back into the team in the starting 13 jumper. Uh, Andrew Davey misses through to concussion, but like that, what's going on here? Like Hopgood's played 13 all year, and now suddenly we're moving him to an edge for Joe O. They got pumped by 60. So? They're still yeah, in the hunt. They can, they, can still, they can still make the top eight, realistically. So I don't know why he's mucking around with this lineup. And realistically, I mean, this, this could change. He, he could just roll out with what he's rolled out all year, trying to play a bit of silly buggers, as you said. Um, I'm sort of a bit off the eels. I'm pretty glad that I tra- I've traded all my eels out in the last four weeks. Um, do we think the Peacock could maybe score well if you needed a budget center wing? He's probably the only guy, but with that buy looming in round 27... Realistically, I'm not what touching can you do? Yeah. I'm not touching the Eels. No, nah, it doesn't make sense. The Eels have the Roosters this week, and then they've got the Panthers next week. Then they've got the yeah. bye. They may as well have two buys to finish the year. Yeah. Like They're, they're going to get throttled by Penrith. So, yeah, not not touching any of the Eels players. If For the Roosters... If sorry. you've got three trades and hop good, do you trade him? Yes. Cool. I, I could be making that move this week. I'll, I'll talk about it soon. Um, Angus Crichton's back. He returns. I was hoping that maybe he'd miss the rest of the season or hopefully he comes back in and just plays 30 minutes or something and his price starts to plummet for 2024 because he will be one of the first people that I pick up in 2024 next year if he's priced under 500k, which realistically he should be. I was so high on him this year after watching him play in the World Cup and like everybody was going Cam Murray, which wasn't a good move anyway. Angus Crichton was an even worse move, but yeah. Yeah, sucks. Sam Walker's named 18th man. So he got through a couple of 80-minute games in New South Wales Cup the last fortnight. So he is back on deck, potentially. So he could come in for Sandon Smith, which I suspect if they're naming him 18th man, it's the first time they've done that. They're they're thinking of bringing him in so long as he gets through all of his testing at the back end of the week and gets through captain's run. So that's my assumption. Um, And I'm very happy with myself. We'll watch their reserve grade and see if he's playing or not. So. Yeah, yeah, good shout. Um, I've got him in draft still. I've had him on the bench the whole time. And what a time for him to come back in in semifinals of draft or quarterfinals of draft. What a time. Do I have you? I'm pretty sure I'm playing you. Are we? I'm Fuck me. Check. I've got like I've got like half the Broncos team in my draft teams because I don't have him in classic. I've got Paddy Carrigan, Katoni Staggs, and um, someone else. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to check this. I'm going to check this live and make sure that we're playing each other because this could be fun. Nah, we're not. We're not. Nah. I've got a week off this week in draft. So oh, there you go. Nice. That's a shame. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, Sam Walker in. Nice. Could be good for the Roosters. They're a chance to have a crack at the top eight too if they win their final three games. So, I mean, when we look at the ladder very quickly, it's very congested from fifth through to about 10th. So you've got the Sharks on 30 points in fifth, Raiders on 30 on sixth, then you've got Knights on 29, Rabbitohs on 28, Cowboys on 28. So from fifth to ninth, there's one win in it. Yep. So Cowboys can still break into the eight. Raiders could potentially drop out of the eight. 
Eels can still make it and the Roosters can still make it because they're both on 26. So if we see the Cowboys and the Rabbitohs shit the bed over the next three weeks, they can both sneak in. So there's still plenty to play for, which is great for Supercoach. I just can't see the Rabbitohs doing that. Um, I suppose if they lose to the Knights this week, I think that that bye just gets them home though, especially with the hard matchups to their Eels uh, mm. and having a bye at the end and the um, and the tough run. Like it's not a dream run for the uh, for the Roosters. They're playing teams that are in and around where they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, if you've got to buy, it's kind of an advantage at this time of the year. You get to freshen up leading into finals, and you get the two points that you don't have to work hard for. How good for uh, the Broncos? Yeah, it is good spot. Very good spot to be in. Um, the only real guy that I'm looking at, I mean, okay, first of all, with the Roosters, do we look at Joey Manu? Do we look at James Tedesco? Like, are we looking at any of these guys? Uh, for their next three games, because the Roosters' draw isn't that bad. They've got a couple of really nice matchups coming up. Yeah, look, I've I think if you've got them, hold them. But I wouldn't move heaven heaven and earth to bring in somebody like Teddy. Um, I think with the way that Joey Manu has scored in the last couple of weeks, he has come down in price. But I think you're going Dallin over Joey Manu, and they're in and around the same. Actually, Dallin's twenty k cheaper. So I th- yep. think you would rather go to Dallin with Tenny Zelezniak and have a real proper crack than, you know, get Joey Manu 60 or 70. Yeah. If you, so if you've got, you already asked me if I've got Hopgood, would I bail on him? I, the answer for me is yes, with the matchups that they've got coming up. Uh, what about Gutho? Same thing. Even though he's got the goal kicking, I'd, I'd be bailing on him. How many points are they going to score in the next two weeks? Well, they're not going to score any against the Panthers. And then they're not going to score any in round 27 because they've got the bye. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's time to go, Gutho. Um, but maybe Teddy is the play. I don't mind Teddy. Don't mind Teddy if you've got the cash there or you – I mean, but the thing is, who are you getting rid of to get Teddy in? Dylan – maybe you're a Gutho. Dylan Edwards owner. Yeah, oh, yeah, I suppose like – yeah, I just had a brain fade then. Of course we're getting rid of Gutho. <laughs> If you've got Gutho, go to Teddy. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. shout. If you've got Gutho, go to Teddy. If you've got Gutho, go to CNK. If you've got Ponga at 5-8, still don't go Dylan Brown. Sorry, I tried to get spicy don't, in my head. Not a fan of Dylan Brown? Not, not a fan of well, Dylan Brown? I, I don't Dylan mind him, Brown actually. Could, I think Dylan Brown could go really well, but then there's that by looming um, Monsters playing down the stretch. Um, Cody Walker's going to have that buy. Maybe I'm mm. maybe I end up moving Cody Walker or Latrell for that bye week um, if I'm playing head-to-head finals. But I've got two trades up my sleeve, so I can. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm moving Gutho and I'm going Teddy. I love Teddy's matchups. I love Teddy. Look, he didn't have a great origin, but I love Teddy when their back's against the wall. So for sure, no, I'm on I'm on board with that. The other guy that I don't mind as a bit of a smoky this week as a pot option is Daniel Tupo. Um, it's a really nice target for that right edge defense for the Eels. And the Eels have conceded the most tries to left wingers in the comp. They've conceded 16 tries to left wingers, which is the most. So, I mean, Daniel Tupo might be a, one of those guys. You need a budget option. You can't afford Teddy. Maybe you're looking at bailing out of somebody like Hammer or, or somebody that's underperforming at center wing. And you've only got maybe 550 to 600K to, to work so with. And you can't afford so Dallin. He's 600K. He's 30K away from Dallin. Go Dallin. I think the the thing with this though is that people are so strapped for cash and trades that no one wants to use a trade to downgrade. So you kind of have to work with what the ca- the cash that you have. It's five hundred ninety eight k. 
I mean, that 50K between him and Dallin could be massive. Some people have one trade left. And I probably wouldn't yep. pull the trigger then if you had one trade, but still, yeah. Um, let's move on. Tigers, Dolphins. This one was a shit show when I looked at the team list. I nearly had a bloody seizure trying to read the Dolphins team list. So Lemuelu, Kenny Bromwich, and Hamiso Tabuifido are all out with the HIA. So they all missed the week. Valence Tavare has been dropped as well. Uh, there was also a rumor that Felice Kafusi was potentially injured and maybe going to miss this game, so I'd be keeping an eye out on team lists. But Jack Bostock and Robert Jennings come in into the centers to replace Valence Tavare. Aitken goes to the back row. Harrison Graham comes in for hooker because uh, Jeremy Marshall King is out for the season as well, which really hurts the Dolphins. And let me tell you this right now. The Tigers are $1.40 favorites, so put all your money on the Dolphins. That's good value. They are playing the Dolphins reserve grade team, and they didn't have an NRL team last year, though. Uh... <laughs> hey, the, the, every single time the Tigers are the favorites, they lose. All the time. We never yeah. win as the favorite. I mean, we never yeah, win as look, the underdog either. Fuck. This is a shit show when you do have a look at Teamless Tuesday. I haven't heard of a lot of these guys, to be honest. Like, obviously, I know who, you know, your Robert Jennings are, your Harrison Grahams, your Ewan Atkins. Um, we did talk about Bostock a bit at the start and probably hasn't got the opportunity. But realistically, the Dolphins are tanking for a good draft pick this this week. They don't have a lot of opportunities with that HI, with all those HIAs. Um, look, I'm excited to see Ewan Aitken. But if you're going to miss any game this week, miss this one. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair call. Uh, would you play? Would you play um, Isaiah Papalihi and Johnny Bateman this week? Yep, I would. John Bateman before Isaiah Papalihi, I think, just because John Bateman's so unpredictable on in attack, he just grabs the ball and fucking runs sideways, and he doesn't even know what he's doing with it. But he just palms a few blokes off and slips through or puts someone through a line. Um, I think Bateman has way more attacking upside than IPAP. Unfortunately, yep. it seems like IPAP's put the put the offload away this year as well, which kind of helps him. And also, he's outside Luke Brooks, who's never put a second rower through a hole in his life. So it makes it a bit tough uh, there on the left-hand side. But That'll be good I'd for Kelma next year. Mm, yeah, it will be great for... No, it'll be great for Schuster. Schuster will play left edge. It'll be Luke Brooks and oh, Schuster yeah. next to each other for Manly. Fuck. I yeah, saw but... someone mention Schuster in the chat here. I'm going to try and find the comment because it was kind of funny. Uh, here we go. Luke Roden said that he's gone uh, the 800k defensive turnstile Manly 5'8 to Eli Katoa this week. So, good move. I'm surprised you still have Schuster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. Oh, dear. Well, that was when a... I saw 800k, I got really confused because I was thinking 800k super coach dollars. I just can't fathom Real dollars, unfortunately. To be honest. It's mm, a lot of money. Um, hey, let me tell you who's interesting this one. Azarko, if you have him, could be a VC or a C option in this game. He So the Tigers have conceded 21 tries to right-wingers this year, which is the most in the comp by a, a fair margin. No one's – I think the next highest is 18 or 19. Um, this is a, a fantastic matchup for Azarko. So much so that I reckon also, you could bring him in this week if you don't have him. Yeah, I was going to say, you could also bring in Azarko instead of Daniel Tupo. You could do that. Yeah, I'd probably say that Azarko and Dallin are both better options than Tupo. Uh, yep. What's Azarko's price? He's 620k. 
631. So, I mean, look, yep. if the difference is 30K and you can't get to either of those two, sure, Tupo. But I think, yeah, if you can get a Zarko, I'd probably get him this week. The only tough part is their draw for the final two rounds is Cowboys into Warriors. So not ideal, both at Suncorp as well. So, they, I mean, they're both at home, but I don't see them winning either of those matchups. I see them getting flogged. Home. So Home. Mm, if you've got it. Yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, they're fake home. Mate, they should be sent to the Gabba. Or just go yeah. out to like Wynnum Manly or something like that and just play out there. I went to the Gabba. It wasn't that bad. Mm. Play a lot of cricket there, don't they? A lot of footy, like AFL. Yeah, yeah. Yo, they play all the AFL. They play all the cricket. That's where I knew at a park. But uh, yeah, realistically, I was up there. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed going to the Gabba. You know no yeah. team has ever won at the Gabba except for the Broncos? No NRL team? Well, that makes sense, I guess, because it's the Broncos' home game and they've only played, what, two games there? Three. Three, sorry. Okay. Reno, good work. Well done. Well done to the Broncos. Is that just a way of you getting Broncos' conversation into the podcast again? Is that is that more wins than the Tigers had all year? Fucking knows. We're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're incredibly bad. So you're not, you're not offending me. Um, how's your standard squeeze going, by the way? Have you still got ski in it or did you finish that off? No. So, oh, my standard squeeze. No, that's, that's finished. Yeah, yeah, that long Jeez. gone. Yeah, long gone. I've got, a, yeah, I've, got some, I've got some gin in, in behind me that I save for a special occasion. Like, yeah, good. Podcast. Like tonight. Yeah, yeah, good. And you only record seven times a week. So, <laughs> yeah, I've been on fire the last couple. You have. You've been pumping you, them out. In the like, NBA, you're going you're gonna to get some insight. Absolutely. Pun intended. Um, guys, special shout out to the Standard Squeeze while we're talking about them. Four-in-ones, you can get your, your combo packs and things like that. We're wearing the hats. They, they've got some really nice apparel as well. Their jumper is the warmest jumper that I've ever seen uh, or felt, I should say. Um, so you can go and check them out. You can get 15% off. Use the code INSIGHT15. Gets you 15% off all their stuff, every single thing. And also, we're continuously giving away Standard Squeeze stuff. They let us give away stuff every single week, which is awesome of them. Uh, we'll continue to do giveaways into NBL season for Supercoach, into BBL with NBA Fantasy. I'm sure we'll do some giveaways through that as well. So um, thanks to the Standard Squeeze and go and support them. They support us. Um, go and support their their business and get some good stuff. Keeps your drinks nice and cold too. Get those uh, get those tins in those four-in-ones and, and join us on a Tuesday, Thursday, and a Sunday. Fuck, we podcast a lot. It's a bit going on here. Yeah, I've been a bit going on, especially with NBL ramping up. Um, and so Supercoach announced MBL and, uh, me and Robbie K, um, you'll know him from the AFL show are going to get involved in the MBL. So, um, yeah, at least one show a week, uh, we're going to get out. I, I'm an ex bullets member. I might have to ramp it up now that they're, they're doing Supercoach. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've got some tickets lined up for the year already. Um, I'm going to watch bangers. I'm going to watch Sobe. I'm excited. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be cool. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I honestly have never been a really big NBL follower. I've like watched the occasional game here and there. Kings supporter just because I'm in Sydney. Um, so I, I never really kind of dive into it too much. I love my NBA though, so I might transfer that love of NBA into NBL this season because there's no way that there will be a Super Coach game that I don't play. I'm gonna rip in, um, mate. Let's uh, let's move on to the Titans Panthers game. This would be a bit of a bludger of a game, wouldn't it? It's um. Titans are going to be in some strife here. And, and you want to know who the 
the most traded in player is this week? Tino, Faso, or Maliawi. What do you think of that? Because I hate that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I think Tino might be matchup proof which is why I don't hate it. But I think he's still going to get his offloads off. I think he's still going to... Get some meters. I don't think that he's going to get too many attacking stats. But, yeah, I do hate it, and I wouldn't be worth a trade at his price, especially against the Panthers. Um, I'm going to play I'm gonna play Fafita. I'm too scared not to sit David Fafita. But I, he, this, he, this could be the week he gets a 40. Yep, I agree with you completely. Um, now... The, the reason why I hate Tino is because people are trading Payne Haas to him. I wouldn't be trading Payne Haas out. That, that's, that's the reason why I dislike that trade. Tino by himself, sure. And if you're upgrading a, you know, somebody else that isn't one of the top three front row forwards, then great. But Payne Haas to him doesn't make sense to me. Um, quick changes for Titans. There's a bit going on. Keeney goes to fullback. Jaden Campbell's playing 5'8 now because Kieran Foran's out for the rest of the regular season or the rest of their season. Um, which is why I agree with you on the Fafita point that I think without four in there, Fafita will struggle. Uh, he'll still get his work done, and I still won't be sitting him. But you, if you've got some big cojones on you, Fafita, you trade him out and make the most of his cash because he could go quiet over the next couple of weeks without four in. I just, I just have this vision of him picking it up from dummy half and burrowing through and scoring mm-hmm. and me not playing him and me playing Hudson Young or Isaiah Papalihi instead of him. And, um, yeah, just yeah, yeah no, I agree. I don't have the balls to do it, but it would be a big balls play that could pay off. Um, Brimson's in the reserves this week. Tanner Boyd's out for the season as well. So Thomas Weaver comes into the team to make his debut. Uh, Mo Fodawake is back from suspension as well. Um, after that shoulder charge, whatever it was that he got sent off for. Um, Tino's at lock. Aaron Clark's out and... Cleese Haas is going to start. So not, not a ton of relevance there, super coach wise. But no. Um, I'll tell you what is relevant, though, with the Panthers. The Panthers are 1-17. to uh, Jaden Campbell playing 5-8 means he's up in the defensive line, and that means that Liam Martin and Stephen Crichton are running at him. And I would be backing them for a meat pie this week uh, as a minimum. I think they're going to send all their traffic down the right side, and they're going to send it all at Jaden Campbell one-on-one. Yeah, he's not a great defender, a tremendous football player. Really excited to see him play. Like, just get out there the last little bit throughout the season. But, yeah, look, he's going to be targeted on defense. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to run at him all game. Too small. Um, 
Now, is the Cleary captaincy too obvious this week, or is it just the play you have to go with? I'm going to be doing it because I think a lot of people will still captain Kalen Ponga. Really? Against the yeah. Rabbitohs? I've got a fun fact for you I, for that game. I think people just do it. I hope they do. I really hope they do because that's moving week then for us. Um, I don't think Ponga scores as well as people think he does against the Rabbitohs this week. Um, so, but we will talk so about that when we get there. Looked, I legit hadn't looked at Supercoach, and I have made my mind up. I've shuffled things around a few times as we've been talking. Legit nearly every game I've changed it, but let's see where I land at the end. <laughs> Good. I like it. Um, Cleary scored 225 against the Titans a couple of years ago, and it's like ingrained in my brain. Um, th- this could happen again. He could go 150-plus in this game. And if you don't have the VC or the C on him, you're gonna it'll it'll be the end of your season. So, especially with head-to-head semifinals and cash comps coming to a head, and and it's some pretty important matchups this week. I think clear you have to VC or C Cleary this week. I think I'll VC yep. with you um, because I, there's another matchup I really like here that I like to see for. But yeah, you've got to have one of the two. Yeah, you have to. All right. Speaking of that matchup, Storm versus Dragons at Wind Stadium. I don't care where it is. Storm versus Dragons is an incredible matchup for the Melbourne Storm. Lomax returns and uh, Michael Molo's back from dis- uh, from concussion. Sorry, Michael. No, Francis. One of them. Doesn't matter. They're one super the coach irrelevant. Um, and then our boy Ben Murdoch Masilla's on the bench. So a bit of an AE nightmare there back on the bench. That, that kind of hurts for people using him as a fourth front row forward. Storm are 1 to 17. Warbrick's in the reserves, though. Um, so in comparison to the last week, Harry Grant and, and Ellie Katoa are both named to start as well instead of both coming off the bench. And Ryan Pappenhausen is named again to play another game in Queensland Cup. Let me ask you this. When's Pappenhausen back and how does it affect Nick Meaney? Because a lot of people are bringing him in this week. Nick Meaney is the second most traded in player this week. Um, I think... After watching Meany play the last couple of weeks, I was actually hoping that Pappy would come back and Nick Meany could just go back to being a great goal-kicking winger. So I don't – I'm not scared by that, especially with the matchups that they've got. Nick Meany's a tremendous winger. I think he's done a really good job at fullback uh, as a stopgap. I think Pappenhausen makes Melbourne a premiership threat. They're not going to be there without Nick Meany, and I think Bellamy's going to recognise that. I think Pappenhausen. So the way this plays out, I think, and NRL physio was talking about this this morning, and I, I'm, I'm on board with it. Pappenhausen start it gets comes off the bench next week for the Storm and plays his first game off the bench. Plays about 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Um, then in round 27, he will play the full, probably the full game in the final round of the year. Uh, and then they'll work him into finals and, and see how they go from there. Uh, I think he's had enough football and enough kind of Ks in the legs now to to be able to trust him at NRL level again, and he's too good to leave out for too long. So I, I'd have a feeling that that's how it'll play out. He played 80 minutes on the weekend. I think if he can get through some really good training sessions, get a bit of a run, yeah, like you said, those 20-minute runs, Um You've got to play him. For, you take that gamble where Melbourne are because Penrith are up here. Brisbane are up here. Melbourne are a fair jump down, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. I don't see them beating either of those teams you just mentioned. Um, 
My captain this week is Cam Munster. I didn't even need to think twice about this. I just have a feeling. It's a gut feeling. I'm going off my gut this week. It could it could hurt me, but Cam Munster's last three scores against the Dragons are 130, 80, and 89. The Dragons concede the most tries to five eights in the competition. So we know Cam Munster can score on the best of teams. And it, you know, if the Dragons struggle to contain five eights, he could be in for a big show. And then so Munster's my captain. If you don't have Munster, would you consider bringing him in this week for this matchup? Yes. I hope this helps. It sure does. Now, yeah, no, like I think Munster's a, like not just this week, I think Munster's a play every week down the stretch. Um, if you've still been holding on to Cody Walker, do you start to get a little, like the Knights have been better than anticipated? Do you start just to think, let's bring Munster in? I've got both, and I'm probably going to run both to, to the death, to the end of this year. And I'm going to be happy with that because I made my bet. I'm going to lie in it. But, yeah, I think that you bring in Munster if you've got Cody and, I don't know, whoever your other 5'8 is. I think Cam Munster and Cody Walker are the premier 5'8s. Unless you have Ponga at 5'8. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, you can have him at fullback. It doesn't really matter. He's 100% owned in the top 1%, so there's no point of difference there at all. Yeah. Um, the other guy I'm looking at is Eli Katoa. He's a little bit of chat about him in the chat, and we've kind of touched on him a little bit, and it's a really nice pod play this week. I think he's sixth most traded in when I looked earlier today. The Dragons also concede most tries to right-edge back rowers. And Jer- Jerome Hughes is – I don't know whether I want to say in career best form, but fuck, he's playing some good football, Jerome Hughes. Like, I mean, we saw last week he just puts Eli Katoa through a hole, and it was the easiest try ever. Now, this could happen two or three times against the Dragons. Like he could just run a muck. So I really He's like put his team on his back play. more than Munster has. Agree with that. I if I wish Jerome Hughes was uh dual position. Because obviously you just can't consider going him over Cleary or Hines, can you? But he's like so you can't good. consider him going Cleary, Hines or SJ. That's the worst thing. Like yeah, if I could right. have five five halfbacks at the moment, I would. We need a super coach flex position, please, super coach, oh. if you're listening. Yes. Um, but Elikato is 1.8% owned in the top 1,500 teams. Now, people are catching on to that, and he's the sixth most bought this week. But that, that should be first most. He should be the most bought player this week. He's only what? He's not even 520K, is he? He's like 511. Yeah. Yep. Crazy, crazy price for a guy that could score a couple of tries a game on the run home. And the last three games, I'm pretty sure, are pretty nice for the Storm. What's their run? They've got the Dragons this week. They've got the Gold Coast Titans next week. So that's two really nice matchups over the next fortnight. They do have the Broncos in round 27, which isn't great. But in saying that, if you've got an option to be able to potentially sit Katoa and you've got more options at 2RF you can play, maybe you sit him against the Broncos. Fun fact, six weeks ago, I brought in Katoa. It might be actually seven or eight. I brought in Katoa for this run home. I've just ran out of trades. I've needed that money when he had that weird thing going on with his eye and he disappeared for four weeks. I needed yep. to burn him. But realistically, this is these are the matchups that I wanted Katoa for. So if you've got the trades, do it. For sure, mate. Second last game, son. first game of Sunday, Knights versus Rabbitohs. This is going to be a really good game, and this is essentially you're playing for your top eight spot here. Whoever loses this drops out of the top eight, um, if the Cowboys win, of course. So 
Hastings has been named after that really bad looking syndesmosis injury that he'd looked like he snapped his fucking ankle off with the way that he was uh, carrying her on, on the ground. Must have been super painful, but only low grade syndesmosis. So they've named him this week. They're confident he'll play, which is massive for the Knights. Yeah, and he's their organizer. Um, it lets, you know, Ponga do his thing, it lets everybody roam. He's a big in. I just wonder how effective he's going to be. Like, he was writhing on the ground. I thought his season was over. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I called it and said we won't see him again this year, and I was wrong. But, um, yeah, you've got to question how how good he's going to be, don't you? Um, Bradman Best comes back from his adductor injury as well, which means Anari Tawala drops out. Not a big deal there. Um, and for the Rabbitohs, Michael Cheekham is the only change. Comes in for Lovett um, and replaces Lovett on the bench, sorry. Um, Harm Sele and Tavita Totola are also in the reserves, though, so we could see both of them come in. Davey Moali on the bench could probably drop out, which I'm sure a lot of people are praying happens. If if um, Moali's sitting on your bench, your, your vice captaincy is pretty much down the toilet. So um, Tyron Munro is also 18th man. I actually think that those two, while not super coach relevant, make massive differences in the middle for the Rabbitohs. That's sort of where they've struggled, and that's they just need them. They just need these guys in. Hundred percent. Yeah, they They'll go rush these poor. guys in before they rush Ty Ty Munro in. So, yeah, completely agree with that. Um, Latrell versus Ponga is the conversation this week. Now, fun. Here's my fun fact for you that will make you decide whether you want to captain Ponga or not. And Mark has kind of led me there. Uh, Mark's mentioned in the chat that with Ponga from memory, I think the Rabbitohs defend fullbacks pretty well. Have a guess at how many tries fullbacks have scored against the Rabbitohs this year. One. Did you read the notes? No, I looked at the try map last week. <laughs> yeah, good. One. That's not. That is crazy though. To only yeah. let in one try to fullbacks. Fullbacks is try scoring position. One try all year. That's crazy. Ponga is possibly the exception to the rule. I'm not going to punt on it, but I think the not so savvy super coaches are still going to Captain Ponga this week, and I'm really excited at – I'm really excited to own him and see him score 60. Ponga can still score 100 without a try. Let's keep that in mind. I mean, the guy's so lethal on the left edge. He's got Bradman Best there now, which is a much bigger upgrade than Anari Tuala. I fucking hope not. That means Maju's going to score well, and I don't have him. Yeah, that's fantastic for me. I would love that. But um, regardless, he can put you through a hole. He can get the line breaks and set up tries for everybody else. He doesn't need to score tries to score big, Ponga. Um, so worth keeping in mind. But let's let's hope people captain him and he has a quiet one. I don't. I wouldn't be upset with that. Considering he's 100% owned, there is no advantage there um, with following the crowd. Now, this has this is a massive super coach implication game. Like when you look at the amount of players that are popular in this game. You've got Maju, Ponga, Dom Young's even now starting to become an option. You've got Dane Gagai, who's a pod, but starting to grow in popularity. You've got Alex Johnston. You've got Cam Murray. We've got Damian Cook. I mean, Munro, if he comes in. We've got Cody Walker, Campbell Graham. So many good options in this team. This game itself could be the moving game for everybody to determine how they go next week. How they go this week... But then I start to think that if you have four Abidos, do you still have to – do you look at something like our try map on Discord and start to move the guys that you don't think are going to go well? Because that 
buy is looming. I only have a well, I have three of them, and I'm worried. I've got four. I've got uh, who do I have? Latrell, Ty Munro, AJ. Who's my four? And Damian Cook. So I mean, I can cover all positions. I just play Reed Marnie. I can play one of my other center wings. Um, the I can play Ruben Garrick at fullback and swap Hammer. So like I've got options. It's just my team is significantly weaker if I move into that next week. Yeah, I just start to think that realistically, I don't consider Ty Munro. I basically consider him enough there. Um, yeah. I just start to think like if you've got a cook, do you find a way to go somebody else? Just maybe this week, or maybe I have a look at the. Sorry, this makes for terrible listening. Please talk over me. <laughs> You're looking for another player? No, I'm just I'm just having a look. Like, um, you know, the right second row forward doesn't score very well against Newcastle, so maybe um, Keon Kolomitangi, um isn't a play this week. So maybe you look at moving him this week rather than waiting on next week. Like, hookers have scored five tries against them. Not that you really expect tries from Damien Cook, but maybe mm. that's just somewhere where you could um, where you could sit on it. Like, the wingers against the Knights, you know, eight either side. That's completely fine to keep AJ this week because AJ scores against everybody. Uh, mm. Maybe just, like, if you've got Keon Kolomitangi and... Um, and you've got Damien Cook. Maybe you could turn both of those guys into, I don't know, Harry Grant and somebody else. That's all I'm considering. If you've got five guys from the Rabbitohs, maybe you just need to move on. Yeah, 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 for sure. If you've got the trades, 100%. Back, here, back yourself consi- in, move a Rabbitoh one. Because we considered Knights an easy matchup when we were doing the, I suppose, the draw analysis, the end of run home. What was that? Ten weeks ago, eight weeks ago. But the Knights are actually a sensational team now. So I don't think the Rabbitohs are going to... I think cream rises to the top. And I think, you know, players like Luttrell and AJ and Damien Cook and Cody Walker, I back them over your Pongers, your Jacko Hastings, your Greg Marjus. But it's just not as easy of a matchup as we thought. Yep, yep. With you on that. Last game, mate. Honestly, I don't even want to talk about it. It's that boring. Raiders versus the Bulldogs. This could be an absolute stinker of a game. Um, Jared Croker's back, which is great. Great for Jared Croker. He's announced his retirement as well. Um, one of the one of the great guys um, of NRL. So hopefully he goes out on his own terms. Uh, Schiller's onto the bench with Starling as well. Pasami Solo drops out, which is an AE nightmare for people. So people will be happy to see that. Preston's now out, suspended for two matches. So you've got to trade him. Corey Waddell comes in. Ryan Sutton's back. Thompson to the bench. Um, RFM's benched as well. And uh, Edwards drops out. But look, is there anyone that you're looking at? Aside from the obvious ones in the Raiders, um, you've got your Tarpany and your Horsburghs. There's not really anybody at the Bulldogs. Probably play taps just because he's got that base, even though he had a bit of a stinker last week. Yeah, I'm not too... I'm actually opening up the tri-map to see if I could play Hudson Young. But, look, everybody scores well against the Bulldogs. What's he, right-hand side? Uh, Hudson Young is left. He's left edge. Hudson Young is left, and he doesn't score well. Look, I'm not playing Hudson Young. I'm going to play Taps because of his base and his offloads. But, yeah, there's nobody for the Raiders. I wouldn't be surprised if they dropped out of the eight. They look awful. And if they make the eight, I hope the Broncos are playing them. 
They'll be well, knocked I could out by the fifth or sixth guys, but yeah. I could trade potentially Hudson Young for uh, to Eli Katoa this week. Yeah, I, I haven't even considered that up until now, but I could I could make that move. I, I'd make cash from doing that. And I've done a bit of research um, while you've been dribbling um, as as the person that's dribbling. It's what I do. That's the pot calling the kettle black. But when we answer the questions, Paul Black asks a really good question, and I'm going to bring it up now. Um, who would we recommend for a buy second row forward with only 500K? Um, so Elliot Whitehead on that right-hand side, they let in a heap of tries. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not bringing Keon Colomitangi. I actually don't even mind uh, Ewan Atkins' base there. Um there's some pretty good sort of buys in around that 400-odd K. Uh, I, a 400, 500K. Like, Johnny Bateman is now only 529K. Like, you're saying you'd play him this week. Um, there's a bit of value in there in the second row that you could have a bit of a play with. Um, if you've got limited trades and you just need to go sideways and you just need to use one trade to go on some matchups, um, Eli Katoa at 511k is probably my pick, but it sounds like you don't quite have enough money for that. Um, yeah, there's there's a there's a few options there. Keon's there at 520. Ewan Aitken's not that bad. There's a bit going on. There is. I'm I'm struggling to find someone under 500 501k that I would really love though, um, or that I'd feel confident telling someone to go and get. Everyone, I mean, five hundred round average of sixty-one. He's just playing in the back row this week, so less attacking stats, but better base. So, if you want someone that's a little bit more reliable, you and Aitken could be the play. But the bloke is made of tissue paper, so you've got to be confident that he's going to make it through the next three rounds on the Dolphins team, who are probably going to be pretty putrid the next three weeks. So, I don't know. I'm not sure. I love that one, but if you can find ten k and get Elikatoa <laughs> somehow. He's such good value. He's such good value this this um this week. It's the week to get him for sure, and the perfect matchup for him. Um, look, Karaz maybe as an option, good base. Probably the only guy on this Bulldogs team that I wouldn't mind having in my team. But even then, there's better options in Dallin and guys like that at his price. Um, I mean, that's kind of it. This game's kind of mud. But by the time Paul's you get been, to the end of the week, I might not even watch it. Paul's been looking at Gerbo. Don't hate it. I mean, Jerbo hasn't been overly super coach relevant, has he, for for a while? Uh, let's quickly put four ninety eight k. He's got a fifty three yeah, average for the season. Yep. Oh, he's got a fifty three round average, a fifty two five round average. If you want fifties, I mean, you, you can get, get them. Yeah, I just think you've probably got a bit more upside with you and Atkin than Jerbo, as somebody that. that has Jerbo in basically every draft team. I just always think that he's one of those guys that gets you that. I was expecting 60s out of him, but obviously he's just got 50s this year. And I just think that you don't get that much value in classic banging out 50s and 60s. But yeah, when you're in a late rounded draft, you want him. I would stay away from Gerbo and yeah, I'd go you and Aitken. I'm with you and Aitken as well. He can score tries. That's what you want. You want the upside of that. Gerbo's going to get you to 50 to 57 points per game, all in base. Yep. Um, if you want something safe, take Jerbo. But if you want a little bit of upside, go Aiken. 
I don't think um, Aiken's floors like much worse than Jerbo's scores anyway. So, and our boy He's Adam Elliott worth a shout. Mark's Mark's just mentioned Adam Elliott. Um, Sua Wong evens got the edge roll for Roosters. A couple of good shouts here from the boys in the chat. Um, don't mind either of those ones. Look, you, you've got some picks. Uh, I just don't love any of them. That's that's all. Why? Um, uh, yeah, for the matchup this week could be nice for sure. Um, let's tackle some questions and then we'll talk trades and get out of here, mate. Uh, we covered Troy's earlier on. Uh, Mark's interested to hear our VC and C options as well. So maybe we start there. What, what are you thinking for this week? Oh, I tell you what, there's some spice. I'm going to vice captain Chance Nickel Clockstad. I'm going to double down as I vice captain him the other week and I'm going to captain mm-hmm. Cleary. Yeah. You have to either VC or C Cleary. So um, I like that. That's really nice. Uh, I don't think I'll do it though. I'm, I'm going to VC Cleary and captain Munster. That's yep. that's where my head's at at the moment. My gut and the first person that I wanted to captain this week was Cam Munster with that matchup against the Dragons. I'm just going to stick with it because every time I chop and change my captaincy, I always end up fucking it up. So uh, I'm just going to back that in this week. Um, Paul's first season of Supercoach, he only started watching our podcast in round 12. So his first 11 rounds were running blind. I uh, didn't even know how to loop since round uh, 14. So I'm, I'm glad that hopefully we've been able to help Paul in, in some way. Thanks for watching every week as well, mate. Appreciate it. I can't wait for your first year of uh, NBL super coach. You don't even have to watch the games. Just listen to our dribble. <laughs> It'll be good fun. Tyler Sutherland is asking, what's uh, who should his last reserve be out of Mulatalo, AJ, Olakawatu, and Nikara? That's tough. I would. I would. Oh, shit. I want to play AJ this week just because he scores tries against the Knights. I want to... Uh, I don't know. I flip a coin. Surely you have someone else. Fuck, your team is elite. I'd be playing all of those guys. Um, I'd play Olakawatu would... just because it's a bit safer. I'd play Nikara over Olakawatu. Against the Cowboys... Yeah, could do. I, I, I'm. This has stumped me. I don't know. I think if I had to take I, a punt, maybe I'd sit Mulatalo. Yeah, I'd go Nikara as a safe bet if you're going for glory, chasing the upside, chasing the points. I'd go Johnston. Yep, cool. Terry King wants to know what we thought about the David Fafida no try last week. Do we think it was a try or a no try? Can you remind me what happened? Because I remember watching it and I remember David Fafida getting given no try and I remember thinking it was dodgy and that it was a try. What happened? Do you remember? If I told you I was at a uh, gin distillery and my missus would have killed me if I uh, had KO on. <laughs> Didn't yeah. even see it. Good idea. Good idea. Good, good save. Um, Terry's also thinking of getting his last trade in, in using his last trade to get Cam Munster in uh, and get Moses out. For head-to-head, what do you think? Oh, I would say if you're in a – I mean, you're going to be in a semi-final. It's going to be do or die. You lose, you're out. Use your last trade if it's important to you. If you've got Moses, though, like would you rather go SJ than Munster? Because Moses is halfback only. Um, obviously, he's using some jewels there somewhere. I think I'd rather go – SJ with that draw, then Munster. Okay. Keeping in mind, the draw for the Storm is as good, if not better. Just remember, round 27 for head-to-head doesn't matter. 
So yep. Munster playing the Broncos in round 27 is irrelevant for head-to-head players. Yeah. Okay. Where And the, he's got the Dragons into the Titans. So I'd, I'd, I'd say Munster, just because yeah, I'm attached to him this week. You've talked me around. Um, Mr. Callio, keeping an eye on Karras and Graham. I nuffed him a couple of weeks ago because Hooker is a wasteland, but he works hard. 49 tackles against Penrith. Yep, absolutely. Um, if you have four-plus trades and you want a downgrade trade, that's a beautiful one. I think he's a good play. We know that he's going to get the minutes there. For Harry Grant. That's Harry Grant is one of the great ones that I missed last this year. I, mm-hmm. I actually haven't owned, owned Harry Grant for two years, and I just start to think then next year, don't be a dickhead, Matthew. Just get Harry Grant in and sit on him all year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will be doing the same. Um, Adam wants to know Hopgood or Bateman to Eli Katoa. Can sit who I keep, but Hopgood would give me the cash to go Azarko to perhaps later on if he comes back in. Three trades left, got an injury cover. Happy to risk it. So Hopgood or Bateman to Eli Katoa. So Hopgood, but I'd probably still try and find a way to play Bateman this week. Um, West Tigers have the best matchup they've probably had all year and the yep. best opportunity. And Johnny Bateman is one of their best players. I would be getting rid of Hopgood because the Eels are bad and I would be playing Bateman because the Tigers are also bad, but the Dolphins are probably worse this week. It's <laughs> true for once. Uh, Rowan is tempted to sit Marju for Cody Nicarima this week and I actually don't hate it. I don't hate that move. Cody Nicarima being named at fullback this week against the Tigers could be nice. Um Marju could score a fucking bucket load of points though this week, couldn't he? Is he running at Tane, hey? Yeah. Tane Mion's not a good defender. Yeah, Doesn't I'd be move playing well. I mean, Marju. Like, like, I understand the temptation to play Cody because Cody's been actually fantastic for you this year. But I still just go with Marju. Marju could score 120 this week. I don't think Cody can. A couple of the boys are suggesting just moving back on this center wing for under 501k for Tyrone Peachy, who isn't a bad option. I'm just thinking long-term. Peachy scores well when he starts at center. He's a, he scores well. Terry King's a Panthers fan. Just let that mull over. I could just How about Paul? How about Paul then? No, he's asking, like, are you really considering that? Because Paul's, Paul's a, you know, he's a new age guy. He understands stands where it is. Um, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. He okay. would add Katoni Stags this week if it wasn't a bye week. So I don't mind. I actually don't mind Peachy. There's upside there in Peachy. The problem is if you pick him up this week and you get through to your grand final next week, right? And Peachy gets dropped out. Isaac Tungo comes back in. Peachy just nowhere to be seen. You end up down a player in the most important game of the season. So there's a lot of risk there with Peachy uh, if Tungo comes back. He is only 480k though. Yeah, if you've got trades. I think it's the last trade that we're talking about here. If you've got 501k, like whoever you're trading out, like you would just really, really hope that you could find the money for Eli Katoa. Problem is he's got one trade left. Just can't happen. Because he's getting in Munster. And I like Munster too. Yeah, me too. Me too. Maybe take a punt. Would you take a punt? Like is is Hop good or somebody in your – like? Everybody owns Hopgood. I don't. Everybody owns Hopgood. Instead of trading out somebody like an IPAP or whoever else you're going to trade out and maybe it gives you a bit of death, can you 
depth can you just trade out Hopgood and just go sideways to Eli Katoa? Yeah, I, I like Hopgood out. I have no problem yep. with trading Hopgood out this week. I think it's a good play. Roosters into the Panthers into the bye. It's terrible, terrible for the Eels. And the Eels have just lost their halfback. So I don't see them playing well. I see Hopgood not getting much opportunity. And if he, sta- if he stays on an edge, he's going to get less ball, less base, maybe a little bit of attacking upside, but still depends on which side he's playing too. He's playing outside Dill Brown, fine. But I don't think he will. I think um, Cartwright will be playing left edge. So Hopgood out. I like it. Uh, Hopgood's gone last week. So he's yeah. a week ahead of us, Paul. Yeah. Um, mate, what are your trades? Let's talk trades and wrap this one up. What are you thinking this week? If I did have a trade, I would probably trade in Eli Katoa, but I'm probably just going to leave my two trades in case I make the grand final and then I have to sit $610,000 in Cody Walker and $720,000 in Latrell Mitchell. I still want to play them this week. So I'm going to keep them. I'm going to sit there with my two trades. I'm going to hope I make the grand final with the team I've got. And look, playing head-to-head now, sitting at 8,000th, I'm not going to get a zing about voucher. I could win $600. So, yeah, I might find myself trading out Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell because I want to do really well in um, – Overall as well, I could just see myself trading into two guys that have a really good draw those last two weeks. Could help me win my head-to-head final and, yeah, into round 27. So it won't be an eel. $600 is 20 Zinger boxes. 20 Zinger boxes you could win. I like that. It's a world I one day want to live in. mm -hmm. I'm all for it. I am thinking either Hopgood to Eli Katoa or Hudson Young to Eli Katoa. A little bit unsure which one. But maybe I keep Hudson Young there for upside just because I, I've ridden the Hudson Young train. It's nearly at the end of the line, and I feel like I just want to get to the end. Um, Hopgood having the buy in round 27 gives me one extra player in the final round too. That's that's the bonus. Um, Still probably Hopgood for me. Yeah, Elikato is coming in. Just matter. It just depends on Hopgood or uh, Hudson Young. But I will decide a bit closer to the probably around the countdown show that we do on Thursday. Um, we'll talk about final moves and things like that. But obviously, we'll talk trades and stuff in the Discord as well. So if you're, you're not in the Discord, hop in there, have a chat with us, ask your questions. You get full access to us and all of our final trades, final moves. We do a Q&A. Um, hop in there. It's in the description on the video in YouTube. So you just go down to the description. The link will be there for you to jump in. Uh, the link is also in the description for the sponsors of the show, the Standard Squeeze. So you can head to their website, use Insight15 as the code. And also Ryan from Astute Newstead as well. His details to get in touch with him for your free consultation are in the description of the video. So so two things before you wrap it up. Mr. Kellyo, we've actually entered in some cash leagues where we've uh, where everybody's put in, say, $50 um, with, like, 20 people. So we've been playing head-to-head all year. Um, look, following us on Discord, uh, we could probably run a couple of those next year. Um, and I think Paul, after being on all thing, needs a straight answer from you, Braino. Seriously, you've beat around the bush. He's got 501k left. Just pick one. Gun to your head. And tell pick me why. One. Tell me my... whitehead. <laughs> it's peachy. Cool. It's Elliot Whitehead for me. And I tell you what, there's some spice in there. But when he scores 120, buy me a Zinger box. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll buy you a Zinger box. Uh, apparently the link is expired in the description. So I'm putting it in the live chat right now. And I'll also put it in the comments of this video as well. So it's there if you want to join guys. Um, but thanks for obviously making it through an hour 16 of bit of dribble, bit of super coach dribble around 25, three weeks left, three weeks, three weeks left before we are um, all wrapped up for the year. So Guys, thanks for watching. Uh, hit subscribe, hit like if you if you're still with us. Support the show if you're listening to us on audio. Hit that follow button. Otherwise, we will be back for Thursday's countdown show, probably around seven pm on Thursday to talk through final moves. Hopefully, we'll see you then. Otherwise, good luck for the week. We'll catch you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 